0: This is a SHOCK podcast. SHOCK!
1: Hello, party people. Welcome back to the K-pop podcast that makes you say, WAH DEBAK! I'm Michelle... And I'm Callista. Yes, and Callista actually just went for a pretty big event over the weekend that I thought she could tell you guys about here on our podcast.
0: Yeah, so I went for the press conference for the Icon Takeoff World Tour. Um, basically, it was the events company. They just wanted to address a lot of the complaints and the concerns that fans have had about the venue. So the tour is going to be next month, um, July 22nd, if I'm not mistaken. And it's going to be at MIECC. So, of course, the fans were like, why there? You know It's not like Our usual spots It's a little bit far out But The organizers Were actually saying Like don't worry We know it's a bit far But we are doing our best To make it the best concert That you've ever been to So they're putting in elevation They're gonna have like Four big screens For the back alone it sounds like they're really taking the fans concerns to heart and they're really doing things to try and make this something that the fans are going to enjoy so I have faith
1: right right so I'm kind of torn about this because I actually live near MIECC so I'm like listen certain people represent but also I get it because I was actually there for a um, uh, this was quite a while ago I was there for newest mm-hmm. this is when they were still a group and stuff right and it's not too bad actually it's a little more smaller it's a little more intimate I think that's one benefit that fans can look forward to it's going to be more intimate and smaller and you're going to have a better view compared to if we were in a really like large stadium but I can see why they're concerned as well because for most people it is far out like how how many people do you know live near Serdang right?
0: That's true but I was also thinking about it like you know when we always have concerts at the Malawati Stadium in Shalam mm. that's pretty hard to get to as well it's just that we're used to events being there I think it's the fact that we're not used to going to events at MIECC Yeah
1: it seems a bit foreign right? Yeah, yeah. and with
0: all the concerts and events that are happening in the country right now, honestly, I feel like it's a great idea (laughs) to have like more venue options. Definitely. So, yeah, maybe we should just give it a a try, you know?
1: Right. Honestly, I I would encourage the government to build more stadiums because it seems like we don't have enough, Uh, but it's nice that they're addressing the concerns. I feel like a lot of our organizers generally just ignore concerns and they'll say, Mm -hmm. oh, we hear you, but, and then they just do absolutely nothing about it.
0: One thing that I really liked during the press conference is they literally were just like, do you have any questions? And then we had a K-pop fan representative Oh, um, I don't want to get her Twitter handle wrong But I think it's Malaysia K-pop fans She had questions from fans themselves on Twitter And she asked everything And they did not dismiss her once that's nice They answered all of her questions They even said If you got suggestions Let us know We're always open As long as the fans Are going to enjoy the event And that was refreshing I felt
1: Yeah I think it's really nice That they gave her The opportunity to speak Because the thing is A lot of them are really overlooked Like oh you know They don't really care About what oh, they have to say Oh they're just a fan Like who yeah, cares Yeah there's like teenagers Or like whatever But it's nice because, And I think because This organizer is pretty uh, Well experienced So I think they know What they have to do And it's nice to hear Their voices I also think I think I saw you say something About how they're going to to be providing like food for some of the fans or something
0: yeah so they were saying they're
1: gonna bring in food
0: trucks and if you go to the if you have the soundcheck tickets they're actually gonna provide like bentos and stuff oh that's nice so that's definitely something new for like concerts in general like not even just K-pop yeah yeah
1: yeah just in general so, I mean because I remember all the times I went for a concert and like you're hungry and it's mm-hmm. hot and sometimes these venues because they're massive right You're they're not near any malls or anything and you're really just struggling to get any food or anything so this is really really nice a lot of fans will be excited as well to see Icon because I don't remember if they've been here before but speaking of world tours Taylor Swift this is a little off topic but Taylor Swift just announced her tour dates and Kailis is a Swifty are you planning to go? I feel like this is the big (laughs) one I I,
0: I feel like if BTS ever came down to like Singapore Malaysia it's going to be the exact same thing we're just waiting to... Join the Great War and hopefully get tickets for ourselves.
1: <laughs> no, I know what you mean. The war—it's just—it's. I think the most nerve-wracking part is right before you get into the queue and you're about to get a queue number.
0: Girl, I've been stressed since the announcement, oh my gosh, so. <laughs> I can't.
1: But I, we can—we can expect to hear more from Callista about that. One hundred percent. Did won't you get me to shut up about it? Did you um, spend the weekend like you know researching where you're gonna go, where you're gonna wear? That's the thing. Like I've been
0: so busy. This weekend was just like event on event on event, and like I'm at the same time trying to figure out which countries are selling tickets and where I'm able to go because you know like I mean it's the same right with K-pop concerts like sometimes we have to travel out Mm -hmm, sometimes mm -hmm. it's Singapore sometimes it's like Thailand but unfortunately for the Taylor Swift one it's either Singapore or like literally out of Asia so it's a bit difficult
1: Japan? There's another stop in Japan right? There is a
0: stop in Japan but anyone who's tried to buy tickets uh, in Japan before (laughs) can probably tell you it's not easy So Um,
1: Singapore or out of Asia Yeah unless
0: you have someone you know who right. is willing to help you buy tickets
1: right yeah oh, that seems it's nerve-wracking oh trust i'm oh, so stressed this. out <laughs> I, I mean i had a little less stressful of a weekend because um, for me, I guess it was a happy weekend because I am from Monster X. I think you guys have heard me talk about him like 30 times on this podcast now. We're only on episode 6. But <laughs> he just released his solo album. Yay! Ooh, what's it called? Uh, it's called Overdrive. Uh, and the title is the same name as well. It's his first solo album. Not his first solo album, sorry. It's his first solo album in quite a while. He actually recently shifted companies. He's now under Sony Music. It's really, I was so excited about it because it's very, it's really different to hear the solo work of a member compared to the group, you know that's the thing about K-pop groups. You generally have a concept that you follow, but then each individual member kind of has their own little their style own taste and, and yeah. yeah. So it was really nice to hear his music and how it differed from the music Monster X make as a whole group. Go stream Overdrive, guys. Love the music video. It's great. Please support my man. <laughs> you just gave me
0: a really good idea, and I think this Sunday maybe you wanna stay home and listen to the radio because I feel like I should do a <gasps> listening party on Hits Gayo.
1: Oh, my God. I feel guys, like that's a good idea. <laughs> you guys heard it here first. It's great. I love working with Kalista because it like, gets all, all the latest, juiciest K-pop details. I love it. But, yeah, it was a great song. I was really excited to see it. And if you guys have a chance, go stream it. I love it. And I love him. But I would love anything he releases, I guess, because I love him. Um, So I spent my, my weekend doing that. And so the thing with K-pop comebacks is that they have this countdown party mm-hmm. right beforehand, and it's a live stream and everything. Oh, so you were, you were joining that? I was watching that. But it was actually very... um. Because he was alone So he was a bit shy Because he's Mm -hmm. he's really introverted So it was really cute Watching him trying to like Do the whole thing alone Yeah I feel
0: like You know K-pop artists That come from a group And they suddenly like Break out and go solo It's really interesting Because the way you work In a group And the way you work solo Is obviously very different And Mm -hmm. for them to be able To master both I feel like that is That's just so cool It's tough You can do anything At that point
1: Yeah it's tough Because I think about me Being in a group These are people you eat with And you sleep with them In the same room And you're with them For like years And suddenly You're on your own You're going to schedules alone You're performing alone You're expected to speak alone And he's not the leader Of the group too So I don't think He was trained to be able To speak about certain things So it's so nerve-wracking And I can't imagine
0: It's definitely scary Because like you All this time You can rely on You know the rest of the group If you mess up Or if you like choke You don't know what to say Like someone is there To back you up You know but like When you're doing it alone Like even I mean going To eat out alone For instance is, Is like scary Let alone Like doing all of this you
1: know? Right, okay, so like straying off topic slightly, are you able to eat alone in public health? <laughs> uh, I'm able to, I don't choose to. Oh I'm God. such
0: a social animal. Like if I don't have anyone to eat with usually I just I don't even really feel hungry, I just end up not eating.
1: Oh, yeah, I get what you mean. You, yeah. you choose to not eat and, you know, just stay at home, right? Yeah, like,
0: I I do things to do it with people. Right, got like, you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I can't, I can't. so I'm a really huge extrovert, right? And I can't be alone either. So I'm not able to eat alone as well. I can't imagine being a solo artist. I, I think it would be my worst nightmare. Because I always have to be with people and I always like talking, clearly. That's why I have a podcast. <laughs> but, um, so, like, speaking of being alone, actually, I'm going to be alone for an 80s concert in <gasps> September. What? Okay, so like, you know, I'm putting on my big girl shoes, strapping on my boots and I'm going for the concert because none of my friends really like AT's that much since they're, you know, they're a little newer, they're a little smaller and I didn't want to wait for anybody. So I'm going to go to Singapore alone and catch this Concert because when am I gonna wait until right? Girl, that is amazing. I don't know. I don't, I mean, like, I don't think it's that big of a deal because my friends have all done it before, but like, I'm like a toddler, guys. I need somebody with me at all times, and I don't know. I'm really scared, actually.
0: I think you'll, I think you'll enjoy yourself. Like, I really do. Like, I feel when you get there, all the fans, you know, you all like the same thing. It's like, uh, again, if I bring it back to like Swifty season, right? The fan event that we organize, mm-hmm. there are so many people who go solo, oh. and now you just see them posting Insta stories, like, they can't. Up all the time they become like actual real life friends and it's just so cute
1: yeah I mean when you sit down you have all the people next to you and everyone's kind of just gonna be around but I don't know I guess I'm just scared of traveling alone in general what if I lose my passport what if I lose oh. my shoe <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just all these things that aren't really that big of a worry that are just plaguing my mind but you know what the things I'm gonna do for K-pop right
0: well if anyone's listening to this and they are also planning to go to A T S alone <laughs> maybe you could just DM Michelle and yeah. you can like you know set it up at least you won't be alone
1: it's for the Singapore stop guys September 9th just hit me up huh? but so uh speaking of which ATs are also going to be performing they were just announced to be one of the lineup artists at the 2023 K Global Heart Dream Awards so actually this is quite a new I was going to ask what is the I don't think I've ever heard of it I'm not sure if Heart I've ever Dream heard of it too I think it's pretty new because it's not really it's not Mama you know what I mean mm-hmm. which we have every year but I think it's pretty new I've never heard of it before they announced the first lineup which are usually the newer like, fourth-gen groups. So, ATEEZ is one of them, along with The Boys and Treasure. And Treasure's new unit called T5. Well, I guess, like... Okay, we've never heard of this awards
0: show, but it can't be, like, that bad or that small Mm. if all these big names are, like, performing, so...
1: Yeah, definitely. I think they have to have some sort of, like, grip if they yeah. can pull these, these celebrities in, right? And they're not small names either. ATs, The Boys, and Treasure. But they are very young. <laughs> Me, as a 27-year-old, I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I feel like an auntie.
0: True, but they're also the ones that have, like, hits out now. Like, Treasure, we're playing all the time. They just came into Malaysia, sold out. You right, know, Everyone's yeah. still talking about that concert. It, it
1: was pretty. It was a pretty big deal. I saw how my mutuals went as well. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah. okay.
0: So, yeah, I'd say they're, they're a pretty big deal right now so
1: yeah I mean I'm kind of looking forward to this because I want to see who their second and if they have a third lineup who their next lineups will be because mm-hmm. usually um, the second and third lineup will consist of older artists like third gen second gen mm-hmm. so
0: I'm kind of curious I didn't know that they did that like they separate them even like the announcements by yeah
1: time. it's kind of like, like a comeback right where you have to do everything separated and stuff mm-hmm. right so I'm pretty curious as well to see what the uh categories will be or actually they might have already been released I didn't even notice this but it seems up and coming it might be the newest mama I guess so so. But
0: did you mention something to me about K-drama?
1: Yeah, okay. There's something called Second Blue Dragon Series Awards. And it's a pretty big deal because it's a very prestigious award show. It's like all of the biggest, bestest actors and actresses are there. Mm. And to be able to perform there is like an honor in itself. Oh, wow. But okay. you do have to deal with an actor crowd. So they're not going to mm. be like, it's not fans. you know, They're not going to be screaming for you. But it's a big deal. It's kind of like their version of the Oscars, I would say.
0: I feel like that's really interesting though. Because like I have noticed something Because you know Okay so with hits We always end up like Interviewing a lot of um, Music artists Mm -hmm. But on the off occasion That we interview Like actors The vibe is so different The way the whole Interview goes The structure The questions The banter The vibe It's always so different Actors always seem A little bit more serious Whereas when it's like A music artist We can just like Go crazy with it So there is a difference There is a difference With how they Carry themselves And how they portray um, Themselves in in the media and in public, so that would be interesting to see. Right?
1: Yeah, I think I think even when I watch the interviews, because I don't get to interview them yet. Hint, yet. hint. But <laughs> um, yeah, watching them, they're very different. So, uh, bouncing back to 80s, right? That I mentioned earlier, they recently kind of made a mark in history, and they are the first. Non-Big Four, so the Big Four being SM, JYP, Hype, and YG. Mm-hmm. Non-Big Four boy group to sell over a million pre-orders for their album. Wow. Yeah, it was really a big. deal. But like, you know, also um, disclaimer, full disclaimer, some of the groups like Seventeen um, weren't under Hype initially. They were under another company, Pledis. Well, they still are, but they were acquired by Hype. So mm-hmm. I don't know the specifics and technicalities. But yeah, ATs is the first non-Big Four to get one million copies, pre-orders. And I was like, wow.
0: Okay, and they're your first K-pop concert that you're gonna see alone. alone. So they're really ticking off those
1: boxes. (laughs) So so actually, so the good thing I'm going because I can't imagine now that they're gaining popularity. I can't imagine the next time they do come nearby and I'm not (sighs) gonna be able to go again if I don't get tickets because you never know, right? It's insane, but I'm looking forward to it and I'm looking forward to see you uh, to letting. Suffer.
0: That's what you want to say, right? (laughs) You want to see
1: me suffer? I get it. Fine. It is kind of funny. (laughs) It is not. I love opening my Instagram and seeing her stories. It's great. I love how transparent you are about it too. It's like crying every day. (laughs) You got this. You got this. And I'm sure it'll be great. You'll have a great time. And I'm Mm -hmm. sure I'll have a great time alone. But like, whatever. It's fine. Uh Moral of the story
0: is you're going to go see AT's. I'm hopefully going to go see Taylor Swift. (laughs) And we will all see Icon before any of that happens.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So if any of you are also waiting to get tickets for anything Good luck to you guys as well Manifest Manifest, yes You can comment under our post how it went And we hope you guys get your tickets But until then, we will see you next week once again I am Michelle And I am Callista, And this was Wah Debak. <laughs>